dive into the extreme feelings that developed when the once niche educational medium, distance learning, became a critical necessity overnight as three seasoned education professionals and their guests seek to dispel myths about virtual learning. Tammy, Allison, hello, and welcome to Why Distance Learning. Hi, Seth. Hello. It is, this is our episode zero. So this is a short little episode just to tell people what this podcast is about, who it's for, and a little bit about us and why we're here. So we are three distance learning professionals. We are here to dispel myths about virtual learning, these myths that propagated during the pandemic when all of a sudden this this technology went from being super niche to being something that absolutely everybody had to do. Uh, there's some very strong feelings that were developed across the world, uh, and we are here to discuss some of those uh, and to and to to talk about really the the value of it, right? Like we we all really believe in it, and we would like you to believe in it as well. Uh, who, who are you? Well, you are distance learning content providers. You're educators who are interested in live virtual learning. Uh, maybe you're educational administrators who want to better understand the the value of this incredible tool. Uh, maybe you're my mom. Thanks for listening, mom. <laughs> Appreciate that. Friends and family. Um, basically anybody who's at this intersection of, of technology, distance learning, and education. Um, so I want to hear a little bit about the background of the people here in the room with me and why you chose to come here and do this podcast. Uh, let's start with Allison. Yeah. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. I have been doing distance learning as professionally as my whole career. I'm, I identify myself as a virtual museum educator. So if you can believe it, there's actually educators in museums. And also on top of that, there are educators in museums that have always just taught virtually or have a group of individuals that teach virtually within their team. So I was a once content provider. I now work at the Center for Interactive Learning and Collaboration with my colleague, Tim. Me over there, um, and what we're what we're able to do is work with different individuals that are trained to interpret a living or non living collection of a cultural organization. We help uh, those content providers get comfortable, ready to be on camera, get kids and learners of all ages involved and engaged in what they have to talk about. And those those expertise are so so vast. <laughs> where you could be going on a journey with a national park, or we're helping individuals dive into an aquarium tank or underneath the waves in Australia. Um, I spent a lot of my background not just learning how to do that as a, a virtual museum educator, but I've really loved distance learning so much and, and never thought it got the attention that it needed, being a true Leo, always wanting to sh shine the light on distance learning. Um, so I also always was trying to research, write, and publish to be able to really put a nice stamp on what distance learning, specifically in museums, how that can be a a tool to act as a bridge between formal and informal spaces of learning. Wow. I'm also a Leo. Yes. And I also want to, I also want to shine a light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all the lights and all of the information about tech and the stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Tammy? 
Well, thanks, Seth. Um, So to let you all know, when I grew up, my passion was history, which was kind of odd to be a student in junior high and high school who wanted to grow up and be involved in the world of history, where every day my grandparents said, how are you going to make a living doing that? And while I was in college pursuing this amazing passion of mine, I got the opportunity to do, do my speech class, which I dreaded with all veins of blood going through me in any ways. <laughs> Virtually, I got to um, do it over my winter break and do speeches distance learning over video. And I really um, found out that I enjoyed it. I got to be on camera, did really well, and it actually made it less um, daunting to talk into a screen instead of to a group of students that were right directly in front of me. They were on the other side. So it didn't seem like they were going to judge me. And then I went off and started a job at a museum museum after I graduated. And while I was there, they started a distance learning program and they asked if anyone had experience. And I was one of the weird education people that said, yes, I do. I do. I do. I did a whole speech class on it. And I got to start a program there. And I worked with that distance learning program for seven years. I loved it. And then some things um, happened in my life where a new opportunity came up and I started working for CILC the Center for Interactive Learning and Collaboration, which has kind of like um, the mother of distance learning. And I always said, if I get a chance to work for this amazing organization, it would be so cool. And now I get to, and I get to keep all the amazing friends that I met when I started distance learning at amazing organizations. And I got to keep all my educator friends that I taught to at the same time in this new role. So I say it's like getting to work go to work every day with a whole bunch of amazing friends all around the world. And I get to tell people about what I do and say, no matter where you are, I can connect you to someone who does distance learning and give you an opportunity to learn. So I just always want to keep on having people have that same excitement that I do about this amazing technology and what it has to offer. Oh, it's beautiful. To to me, you've always been synonymous with with CILC. And then uh, Allison, you were at the the Penn Museum, and and then having you join Tammy at CILC was was it was like like watching friends get together. It was really it was really cool. Um, I I've been in this world for like fifteen years, but only been connected with CILC for the last like maybe five years. I think um, my experience came from founding a company, Banyan Global Learning. We have clients in Asia that we've worked with the entire time. So in the beginning, it was just me, a camera, and forty-two fifth graders in Taiwan. <laughs> I used to drive from my apartment in New York City all the way out to Long Island so that I could have access to like the super fancy box that I needed in order to be able to do <laughs> video conference. Conferencing. H323. Um, yeah, the H, yeah, yeah. Tanberg, the Tanberg yes. system. Uh, and um, and we so in the beginning, it was all about just connecting cultures, right? It was about uh, uh it was about uh, teachers in America connecting with students in Asia. And that to me is like a little microcosm of what I see as the great benefit of what we do here. Um, we always talk about new people, 
undiscovered places, fresh ideas, that those are the things that uh, this medium can bring. And now that we work with schools here in the U.S., it's interesting to hear uh, Allison as a museum expert and Tammy as a history expert. Uh, we really work uh, in people. Uh, so we teach uh, SEL and digital citizenship, uh, global citizenship, uh, these things that are really dear to our hearts. And why I'm here, why I'm here at this particular podcast with this group of people, one, I just wanted to work with Tammy and Allison. They're super fun. <laughs> but two, it's it's this sense of bringing people together, um, to having these people, these content providers, these, uh, these school representatives, these students from all over the country, all over the world, coming together and talking about how this medium can bring us all together. It's very meta, and I love it. Uh, I it is a a passion of mine. I I I think that the medium absolutely transforms the educational experience, and so I want to be an advocate for it. I want this podcast to be something that people listen to, and they're like, "Yeah, that sounds great." <laughs> so that's why we're here. That's why distance learning. And we can't wait uh, for you all to uh, hear our first episode and our first season. We got an amazing season lined up for you. I feel like Saturday Night Live right now. Got a great yes. show for you tonight. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, we, and we can't wait for you guys to tune in. Check out the first episode. Yay, see you there. <laughs> <laughs>